0: Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to the Murrayville Baptist Church. It's still taking me some time getting used to saying Merville. It's, uh, it's not Murrayville, that's for sure, right? No, it's Merville Baptist Church. It's Mur- the town of Merville in Merville, Georgia. So uh, we're glad to be at church. I want to welcome all of our visitors. I'll be honest with you, I'm so pleased and surprised to see the good crowd that we have this morning on a rainy Sunday morning. Aren't you grateful for that? So wonderful. A lot of folks just kind of get, get a little worried about getting out on the wet roads, and that's understandable. But I'm glad you came this morning. So good to see all of our visitors. And we want to welcome those who are joining by way of live stream. We've been having so much activity on there. And so good to see you. Please, if you're visiting for the first time at Merville, or if you're just coming back for the first time in a while, make yourself at home. And church, let's make sure to do our best to get around and shake every single hand and uh, welcome those. This is a place that you can make home, and I pray that the Lord would encourage you today in the service for all of our people. I hope that you come expecting something from the Lord for just a few moments. Let's get our minds off of life, the troubles, the issues, and let's put our mind on Him. This is the reason for the season that Christ came, and aren't you glad that He came this morning? I'm so glad he came and he had a purpose in coming. And it's, uh, again, wonderful to be here. So you look to the Lord. Brother Josh is going to come here in a moment. We're going to have a word of prayer. Let's be ready to sing two congregationals. Before we pray, Brother Josh, what number you got? 286. 286 in the spiritual hymns book. They'll have it up on screen, on the screen. So we'll say a word of prayer. Ask the Lord to help us in the service and go forward father we're so grateful for the service this morning want to thank you for the house of god your people the love of christ lord thank you god for your grace your mercy lord and we look to you this morning we ask you to help us lord to take our mind off of ourselves, off of situations off of problems and lord help us to place our eyes and minds and hearts on the lord jesus christ thank you father so much for this day Lord, every single Sunday that we gather, the first day of the week, we gather to celebrate the resurrection of Jesus Christ. We want to thank you, Lord, that you came and you died, but that you didn't stay dead. Lord, on the third day, you rose again, victorious over sin, hell, death in the grave. Father, and you come into our heart, and thank you, Lord, that you came to give life and give it more abundantly. Father, in this service, I pray if there be one that's discouraged, If there be one that's downcast, troubled in heart, that you would encourage that heart, Lord Father. For those that have came to seek and worship you, I pray that we would worship you in spirit and in truth. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Help us and encourage our hearts this morning. Father, I pray this morning if there be one here that doesn't know you and is lost. And doesn't know their need of you. I pray that with cords of love that you would draw that soul to yourself. Lord, save that soul this morning. That's nearest death and nearest hell. I pray for those Lord this morning that's come. Just in need of an encouraging word. Going into this season. Those that have lost family. Father those that have suffered sickness. Those that are listening at home. And cannot get to church this morning. Encourage our hearts. As we come to sing Lord. And make melody in our hearts to the Lord. We ask that you would touch this morning. Touch the singing. Touch the choir. Touch the specials. Touch the testimonies. Lord and by your grace touch us in a little while to preach the Word of God. These things, Lord, we'll ask that the Father may be glorified in the Son. In the name of Jesus, we do humbly pray. And the church said, Amen. Amen. Come on, Brother Josh, let's sing something. Let's all stand, come around and sing. Page 286. <coughs> 286. Joy to the world. Y'all sing
1: along with someone's worship. Joy. Joy to the
2: as we sing this.
0: Seated, we want to take this opportunity right now to worship the Lord through giving, sister. If you would just play softly there for a moment, I want to ask our ushers to go ahead and come around and uh, give you an opportunity again to worship the Lord through giving. The Lord does love a cheerful giver. We want to thank you, church, uh, for your for your goodness in giving to the work of the Lord, the operation of this work, and uh, the, the most generous people I know are God's people. And so I want to thank God for his people ain't it good to see carter up here this morning i'm glad he's okay looking good looking a lot better after surgery than he did before surgery i don't know what they did in there so it's good to see him this morning amen so we want to thank the lord again for service uh the uh, generations um the uh, the next generation uh, christmas party yesterday evening was wonderful um Sister Dinsmore came up to me a little while ago. I'll be doing announcements later at the end of service. And uh, normally they're right here, but she had this wonderful picture of a a bunny right here and a man from the next generation. Where's he at? He is right here. Right here to my left. So y'all pray. We need to get into what's going on at the next generation uh, ministry. See just what's happening there. So y'all pray. Appreciate Brother Clay. Amen. He's blushing now, so we'll move on. So they had a great time last night. Appreciate the church's patience as well. We had a function. We had to attend. Been scheduled for months. Had a good time there. Thank the Lord for what he's doing in his church. Amen. Church, pray. We need the Lord this morning. We need his touch. And I pray you come seeking seeking the Lord, seeking a touch from him. I pray you come expecting this morning. I pray you come expecting something from the Lord. So good to see faces that have been sick. If I get started, I will not. I will miss someone. Faces I'm seeing all over that's been sick but are back in church this morning. And we may make mention of that a little bit later as we go. After the offering is taken. Now, fellas, look. Don't forget these right up here behind me now, okay? We can't let them get off scot-free, all right? So (laughs) pray this morning, church, as the Lord directs the service. And as soon as offering is taken... Then uh, Brother Ron's going to come. Is that right, Brother Ron? Lead the choir. And uh, we're going to worship the Lord through song for a little while this morning and special singing. Brother Zach, pray over the offering for us and for the service, buddy. And then you can go. Thank you for so much for fellowship and you can be seated. Y'all pray for our special singers as they sing this morning. Pray for them and let's worship the Lord. Oh, wonderful. I know that's true this morning. There's peace in Christ. Thank God. Wasn't that good singing this morning? Good playing. We want to thank the Lord for all the talent the Lord's blessed us with here at Merville Baptist Church. Thank the Lord for that. That, There's so many places that that struggle just to get a piano player, Brother John. And uh, the Lord has just overwhelmed us here. And uh, we'd love to be able to use everybody every Sunday. But, uh, but we want to thank the Lord for, for that. There is peace in Christ, and I trust if you don't know the Lord this morning that you would come to Him. Uh, Brother Ron's asked sister, uh, sister Charlie, Miss Charlie, my wife, to sing. So y'all pray for her. And again, let's worship the Lord and look to Him. I'll tell you this, if you don't know Him this morning, or maybe you've drifted away from Him, or maybe you're discouraged, just break whatever it is out before Him and let Him, let him, let him touch your heart. Let the walls that you've created and build up inside of you. Just let them crumble today. Jesus loves you. Jesus loves me. That old song you learned as a child, Jesus loves me. This I know. For the Bible tells me so. And he loves you. He wants to do something special for you this morning. Let's look to the Lord. Go ahead, sweetheart.
3: She spoke no words. Everything she said was her As she poured her love for the master. From her box of alabaster. I've come to pour my praise on him. Like oil from Mary. Don't be angry if I wash his feet with my tears and I dry them with my hair. of the oil in my alabaster box. No one knows what you've been through. I can't forget the way life used to be. I was a prisoner to the sin that had me bound. I spent my day life without measure into a little treasure box I thought I'd found until the day when Jesus came to me and healed my soul with the wonder of his touch so now I'm giving back to him Worthy of I've been forgiven, and that's why, that's why I love him so much. I've come to pour my praise on him like oil from Mary's alabaster bar. If I wash his feet with my tears and I dry them with my hair, my hair, because you
0: Good this morning, in any church. Thank the Lord for His grace and His mercy. Thank the Lord. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am, Sister Sue. A
1: few years
3: ago, it was Christmas Eve morning. I was on my way to Alabama to be with my son for Christmas. I was down about Douglasville on I 20, and a truck driver hit me from the rear over my car and bang me up. That morning, it was thunder, lightning, raining really hard and dark. So, since that happened to me, I have been terrified to drive at night in the rain. Well, occasionally I have to work on Sunday morning. And this morning was one of those mornings. It was pouring down rain most of the night. I kept waking up thinking, oh no, you know, yeah. how am I going to do it? So I got ready to go and I got down and prayed. And I said, Lord, you know I'm afraid. Please help me. And I felt this peace come over me that's, that's, me. that's with me. She she really
1: that's that's that. That. Yes. That.
3: I walked out the door and got in my car. Rain stopped. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
3: It takes me about 40 minutes to get to work. 35 miles. It rained three drops.
1: Amen. 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 Amen.
3: I was just overcome when I realized
1: Amen.
3: what was happening. Amen. Amen. I cried all the way to work. I just said, Lord. You know, I've just got to tell somebody what to do for me. Hey. Well, I just had to tell you all. Hey, man. Just praise hey. Yes. Hallelujah. she told
0: this morning, church? Now, she's talking about peace which passeth all understanding. See, there's a peace that the world gives that you can understand. Uh, that's not the peace we need, is it? Um, we've had enough of the peace that the world can give. But the peace she's talking about is even when the storms and the winds and the trials are blowing, uh, the peace which passeth understanding, uh, that shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. That's the peace we need. And that is the peace that the girls were singing about just a moment ago, that only Christ can give. I pray you know Him. I've got to preach this morning out of Matthew chapter number 27. And uh, I thank, thank you so much, Sister Sue, for that word. I needed that this morning. Thank you so much. And um, uh, church, I need your prayers. Now, I want the people of God please, to pray for me this morning. And uh, I promise you, I, 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 I do my best by God's grace to follow uh, the Lord. And the reason I do that is because, number one, it's a requirement. And... Uh, it's, it's necessary. And uh, secondly, tonight, it's what the Lord would have us to do. But uh, I, I can't do nothing in my own strength. Brother Ron selected that song, and I'm so glad he did. Uh, All is vain unless the Spirit of the Holy One come down. We've had enough of men's abilities, men's talents, men's power, men's knowledge. But tonight, uh, this morning rather, excuse me, we need... The help and power of the Lord. Can I get a witness? Need his grace. And I have one verse out of this one chapter, out of this one book in the Bible. And it is Christmas, and I do desire to preach a Christmas message, Lord willing, over the next couple weekends. But this is the reason for Christmas. Thank you, Brother Ron. This message, this story, this place that we pull out of this text. Matthew chapter number 27. If you found your place, say amen. Amen. Matthew chapter number 27 and verse number 22. Pilate saith unto them, What shall I do then with Jesus, which is called Christ? They all say unto him, let him be crucified. Verse 22 says, Pilate saith unto them. Read it with me, church. This question. What shall I do then with Jesus, which is called Christ? Thank you so much. That's what I'm preaching on with the help of the Lord for just a few moments. This question. What shall I do then with Jesus? which is called Christ. Father, thank You for Your Word. Thank You for the, Your Spirit that we've known in this service. Thank You for what's already obvious that You've done in Your house this morning. Lord, we want to say what You need saying and set down. Father, I pray that we'd be faithful to deliver the Word of God. But Father, I cannot do it in this measure of my own self. But, Father, by the power and strength and aid of the Spirit of God, I do humbly pray that your word would go forth. Father, I pray this morning that you would forgive me of my sins. Cleanse me, Lord, this morning of every wicked deed, every ungodly thought, every unrighteous act. And make me a clean vessel. Lord, Father, I pray that you would cleanse me of all things of the mind. Lord, every ungodly lust of uh, covetousness. God, make me a vessel that's clean that you can work through this morning. Father, you said, if I regard iniquity in my heart, your word says you will not hear me. So, Father, I pray, cleanse me of all iniquity. I pray if there be one in this place this morning that doesn't know you, that you would make them aware of that in this service today. I pray that you would draw with cords of love. And for a moment, as we take a look at this question Of what shall I do then with Jesus, which is called Christ? Lord, Father, that we would pull away for just a few moments and center in on the most important story, on the most important message, in the most important season that man has ever known. Help us, Lord, I do humbly pray for just a few moments. Help the church to pray with me. Help those that are saved here to labor in prayer with me this morning over this text. And whatsoever you choose to do. And whatsoever, Father, that's in your will to accomplish in this place. Help us to worship you. And praise you. And thank you. And glorify you. And on our way back home today. Might we just give you glory. Turn around and give you praise. For you've done it all. We can claim no glory for any of it. Oh, Lord, Father, I pray. Thank you for saving us. And uh, placing us in the good way. And I ask you, God. To do what we cannot. For it's in Jesus' name I do humbly pray. And the church said, Amen. Amen. What shall I do then with Jesus which is called Christ? This question, this one singular question you must answer. And it does not matter about other questions in life. And there are many. But what does matter this morning is what shall I do then with Jesus, which is called Christ? Neutrality is impossible. You cannot find middle ground, dear friend, this morning to this question. You must answer this question today what shall I do with Jesus which is called Christ in our text we are introduced to a man called Pilate this man was a governor of Judea a man of leadership of great wealth and mighty power but this morning it does not matter what age you are how poor Or how wealthy you are. How much power or influence, notoriety, popularity, ability. Or every one of us must deal with this question. What shall I do then with Jesus who is called Christ? Christ's journey to verse number 42 of Matthew 27. Begins in a garden of Gethsemane where he prayed. Lord, let this cup pass from me, but if not, thy will be done. I'm glad that tr- Christ drank the cup of the judgment of God. The mob then came and led him to the house of Caiaphas, that ungodly high priest who desired to destroy and stamp out the name of Christ. They took him to the religious trial, but could not make a case against him the precious darling son of God. They then stood him before Pilate. And instead of a religious trial, they give him a legal trial in politics. Stood him before this man that you read that asked this question. And Pilate asked Jesus Christ, art thou king of the Jews? The Jews then made accusations against him. But Christ answered nothing. And so forth fulfilled The prophecy in Isaiah 53 and 7. He was oppressed and was afflicted. Yet he opened not his mouth. He is brought as a lamb to the slaughter. And as a sheep before shears is dumb. So he opened not his mouth. They came with accusation against the Lord Jesus Christ. But he opened not his mouth. Pilate looked at Jesus Up and down, sideways, and crossways. And utters those eternal words. I find no fault in him this morning. And you can look, my dear friend, at Christ any way you wish. Up, down, sideways, and thoroughly. But you will find no fault in this man that is called Jesus Christ. But you will have to answer the question We have asked in your presence, What shall I do with Jesus, which is called Christ? Can you help me this morning, church? In Pilate's question was the answer, you see. For in Pilate's question was revealed the very name of Jesus. He said, What shall I do then with Jesus which is called Christ. The word Jesus itself simply means Jehovah is salvation. And that brings us to Christ's purpose on this earth. Oh yes, he was born in a stable some 2,000 plus years ago. And this morning he is the Savior of the world. The angel said, thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins why did he come bless god when he came he did heal the sick but that's not why he came when he came he did feed the multitudes But that's not why he came. When he came, he walked on the water. But that is not why he came. When he came, he raised the dead. But that's not why he came. When he came, he gave sight to the blind and caused the lame to walk. And you, my friend, have heard the story of Jesus since you were a child. But you may still wonder why he came you may have been raised in church every single service of your life but you still wonder why he came i'll tell you why he came he came to seek and to save that which was lost hallelujah and this is a faithful saying and worthy of all acceptation That Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners. And he came because you need a savior. You cannot deal with your sin alone. You must answer this question today. What shall I do then with Jesus who is called Christ? At the great white throne judgment. Every sin you've ever committed. Will proceed before you. The sins of your youth. Every time you talk back to your mama. And to your daddy. Every time you disobeyed. Every time you acted out in class. Against the wishes of your superiors. And authorities. Every sin you ever committed in your youth. Every sin you'll ever commit. In your middle age. And every sin. Every sin. That you've ever committed in your entirety. Of your life. At the great white throne judgment is where you will stand sinner friend. Every sin. All of your sins will march before you. As a mighty army. And you will have no savior then. May I tell you this morning. There is a place called hell. And those who do not believe on Christ. And repent. Still go there. that place. You won't hear that at Joel Osteen's church. You may not hear that up the road, but you'll hear it out of the word of God. Today there is a hell and I pray you don't go to it this morning. The question still stands what shall I do then with Jesus which is called Christ? Christ. You may think, on that day, I'll call for my mama because she's saved and because she knows Jesus, but you will not. You may think, I'll call for my praying daddy. He got me out of every trouble I was ever in, but you won't. You may think, I'll call on my granddaddy. Who knows God. A praying man. But you will not. Because he is not your savior. And your grandmother is not your savior. And your daddy is not your savior. And your mother is not your savior. And your sister is not your savior. And your brother is not your savior. This this is a time sensitive question. What shall I do with Jesus? You're going to have to deal with your sin. You cannot escape it. You won't be able to look down on that day as you do on this day inside the house of God to try to get away from your responsibility to look to Christ. Don't go to hell today and don't die without salvation. We've seen the Savior's purpose. Look at the Savior's power. He is the great prophet, priest, and king. I cannot forgive your sins. The priest at the Catholic Church cannot forgive your sin. For Charlie's birthday this past year, we traveled to New York City. That city that never sleeps. That city of great sin. You can feel through all the excitement as you walk through the streets and sense the great dirtiness and filth of that large city. We walked the streets one day and stumbled into the beautiful St. Patrick's Cathedral, one of the most grand buildings I've ever stepped foot and ever seen in my life. We walked by the candles that people liked to pray for souls that had passed. We saw those dipping their fingers in holy water and doing the crucifix. We saw those that lit many things and paid much money to deal with those that have passed on to so-called purgatory according to their religion. And that's exactly what it is. It is religion. They attempted to cleanse themselves from sin. We walked by a prayer box that was occupied and the light was on. And Charlie asked, what are they doing in there? I responded to Charlie. They're trying to confess their sins and get away from their sins. And I thought about and have thought about many times since then, and before then you hear me this morning, I've thought many times about the poor soul. In the prayer box. That was trying to get shit of their sin. Trying to get and absolve their sins. By the power of another broken soul. And all the sacraments and money given. But still no redemption. May I remind you this morning. That the Pope doesn't have power to forgive. The priest in Israel. Doesn't have power to forgive. the leaders of Islam. Do not have the power to forgive. The monks. Of Buddha do not have the power to forgive. The man you're looking at this morning does not have the power to give. But oh, there is a fountain filled with blood drawn from Emmanuel's veins. And sinners plunge beneath that flood. Lose all their guilty stains. Hallelujah. I can't wash your sins away, but Jesus can wash your sins away. You may have come this morning into this church bowed down with sin. But you can leave having dealt with your sin. But you cannot leave without having answered this question. What shall I do then with Jesus which is called Christ? They brought Christ on trial in front of Pilate. And today he's on trial in your heart. Have they brought Christ before Pilate and placed him on the judgment seat. And today, he's on the judgment seat of your heart. And the answer you give today, well, judge where you stand on judgment day. Pilate could not put off this question. And you do not have the time to put this question off. Now is the appointed time of salvation. You may think to yourself, I can come to Christ at any time I like. But I must remind you on the authority And the power of the word of God. That no man can come to me. Except the father. Which has sent me. Draw him. Someone may have deceived you into thinking. And there are many false teachers in this world. That you could repeat a prayer. Sign a card. Be baptized. Cut me up brother Chris. But my friend. The father must draw you. To himself. If he's drawing you today. Now. Now is the time to answer the question, what shall I do then with Jesus, which is called Christ? He may never pass this way again, but He's drawing you today. Pilate's wife said in verse number 19, have thou nothing to do with this just man? Pilate tried to send him to Herod so he wouldn't have to answer. Pilate then tried to release Barnabas, hoping that would dissuade the crowd. But they cried, give us Barabbas. Pilate tried to have him scourged and stand before the crowd and said, behold the man. But they cried out the more, crucify him, crucify him. Pilate then brought brought out a bowl of water and washed his hands and said, I am innocent of the blood of this just person. And you must answer today. You must answer today. You'll not get away from this life without answering this question. What shall I do then with Jesus, which is called Christ? I've walked the halls of the Holocaust Museum in Washington, D.C. I've read the great Tore men of the Jewish people at the hands of Nazi Germany. Some six million Jews they slain. They would cut the hair off of Jewish children. Are you listening? They would cut the hair off of Jewish children and make lampshades out of their hair. They would skin the bodies of Jewish people and make leather products out of those things. They would starve them. They would shoot them, they would gas them, they would beat them, dash children's heads against the train tracks. I've seen the piles of children's shoes that were stripped off the children at the Holocaust Museum in Washington piled up in a large pile after their bodies living were dragged away to the gas chambers and slain in the chambers as they didn't know what was happening to them thinking they were going to take showers. And I wonder if at any time, did anyone ever stop to think about the cries of their ancestors? Let his blood be upon us and upon our children. I wonder, did anyone ever stop to think about the cries of these parents? In Matthew chapter number 27. When they said, we'll not have this man to to rule over us. Pilate attempted to absolve himself. But the question still stood before Pilate. What shall I do then with Christ? What shall I do then with Jesus, which is called Christ? History tells us that Pilate retired to Lucerne in modern day Switzerland. And walked out into Lake Lucerne. And committed suicide in that lake. He met his end. And now for 2,000 plus years. Has been screaming in the charcoal walls in the regions of the dam. But there is no release to be found. No relief to be found. But as I read this gospel account in the book of Matthew this week. As we're going into this beautiful Christmas season. Where we remember that Christ came. And bled and died and lived for your sake and for ours. Tears began to well in my eyes. And I ask, why did he go to Calvary? But yesterday, that song came to my mind. Why did he go to Calvary? <clears throat> why was his life blood shed for me? Why did he suffer like no man has ever done? There's just one reason. And I am the one. Hallelujah. I'll leave you with this. And my voice is done. And my body's preached out. I've given you my burden. I've done the best I can do. Chris Sims, a dear friend of mine. His name's on my ordination papers back in my office. You met him if you saw him. You saw him if you came to the ordination service a few weeks ago. But Chris Sims years ago and his little son at the time, Elisha, Brother Chris would get Elisha ready every single morning before they would go to church every single Sunday morning. And one Sunday morning, Brother Chris said, Elisha always asked questions. And while he was getting ready, Brother Chris was putting his shirt on. Elisha asked, Dad, why do we go to church every Sunday? Brother Chris responded, well, son, he thought on it for a second. said, son, we go to worship the Lord every Sunday morning. Elisha thought on that for just a moment. And he said, daddy, why do we go to worship the Lord every Sunday? Brother Chris thought, well, we go to worship the Lord because he died for us. Amen. Elisha thought on that. And it stumped him. And he said. Daddy. Why did. He die for us. And brother Chris thought. Oh I've got a good answer for that one. He looked at him and said. Son. Christ died for us. Because. He loves us. Elisha said. The little boy. Dealing with the logic of what he had just heard. He sat. And as he sat, he came back to his daddy with this final question. Daddy, why did he love us? His dad began to think on that question, my dear friend, Brother Chris Sims. He thought on that question, why does he love us? And tears began to well up in Brother Chris's eyes. He began to think on the question that his son had asked him. And questions that's down through the ages has been asked Since the time of Christ's death and resurrection. But brother Chris looked at Elisha and said, Elisha, I can tell you why we go to church every Sunday. I can tell you why we worship the Lord. I can tell you why he died. But I can't tell you why he loves me. And I can't tell you why he loves you. It's the greatest mystery in the universe. But He does. And if you'll come this morning and believe on Christ, Brother Ron, Sister Megan, coming with the song. If you'll come and believe on Christ in this Christmas season, turn, repent and believe. You can know Him. I want you to know this morning, you'll not get away from this question. What shall I do then with Jesus, which is called Christ? You'll have to answer it. You're not promised that you'll be able to answer it tomorrow. You're not promised that you'll be able to... Those roads are wet. I'm not trying to scare you. Those roads are wet. The weekend is over. There's a lot of people hung over, Brother Terry, that are trying to get back home. I'm not promising you you'll make it to your lunch destination. I'm not promising you'll make it to Christmas morning when you unbox those presents that's been given to you. I can't promise you that you'll make it to New Year's Day. But oh, this morning, what I can promise you is that you will have to deal with this question that Pilate asked what shall i do then with jesus which is called christ i wish i could answer it for you but oh on that day he calls your name you won't be able to put your head down you won't be able to find a distraction you won't be able to get out of the church house you'll be able to call on mama you won't be able to get a social networking and dis, disconnection to distract you. You will be able to call a friend. You will be able to call a loved one. Oh, on that morning, if you do not deal with this question on what shall I do with Jesus, which is called Christ, my friend, you'll suffer throughout all eternity. But now is the acceptable time of salvation. Now is the time to come. Now is the time to believe on Jesus. Not every church, not every place, not every building that calls themselves a church has this message went forth. But this morning, this message has made its way through eternity right here to Murrayville Baptist Church on December the 12th. Year 2023 of our Lord to make its way to you so that you can respond to Christ. I'm glad one day. <laughs> I'm glad one day I had to ask this question. What shall I do with Jesus which is called the Christ Christ? Oh, Do you remember that day when God brought you in a head-on collision with Jesus? My heart has been breaking for you for three weeks. It's some of you that's raised your hand in days gone by. I've took home to pray for you. And these men and women of this church have labored in prayer for you. But we cannot answer this question for you. What shall I do then with Jesus, which is called Christ? Will you accept Him? Will you believe on Him? Or will you walk out another service into possible eternity and reject Jesus Christ, when you get to the judgment seat, they will not ask you how many good works you did. When you get to the judgment seat, they will not ask you how kind you were to your neighbor. When you get to the judgment seat, they won't ask you how good a student you were. When you get to the judgment seat, they will not ask you if you said, yes ma'am or no ma'am. Or if you ever drank. Or ever if you ever got out into the world. Or if you ever messed up. Or if you ever caused a mess. Amen. They will ask you that. Right. They will ask. What did you do with Christ? I've preached my guts out this morning. My heart's broke for you. And I want to see you saved. Brother Tim's gone down to the jail this morning to preach to prisoners. But it don't make a difference whether you're behind 20 feet of concrete and 16,000 linear foot of steel. If you're here lost this morning, you're in a prison. And the only one who can set you free is the living, darling, wonderful, beautiful, absolute son of the living God I wish you'd come I wish you'd believe on Christ you say what do I do what do I do The work is already done. You see, they led Him away from Pilate's Hall to that place, Brother Josh, called Galgotha, that you spoke about this morning. They led Him away to the place of the skull. And there, He laid down His life for you. And there he shed the precious, redeeming, pure, amazing, clean, God-pleasing blood of Jesus Christ, Brother Leo. And the devil said, I've got him. He's dead. And sin said, he's whooped. And death said, I've got a good grip on him. They took him and laid him in a tomb. (laughs) But he told his disciples in three days, he said, I'll destroy the temple and I'll raise it again. And on the third day. Let me get down here so you can hear me. And on the third day. The stone. Was rolled away. And he sits at the right hand of the throne of God. And he ascended on high to take his blood. To the mercy seat. So that you and I. Poor, broken, needy. Messed up, sideways, disobedient sinners could come to Jesus Christ, and all He tells you to do is coming to me, huh? Wave your hands at me so I can see it. Put them up in the air and wave your hands at me like this. He says, "Come." If you will come, he'll save you. That's right, that's exactly right. you. Believe on him. Cast everything you are on to Jesus, trust him with it all. You say, I don't know what to pray. You just come and let him take care of the rest. Thou shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead. Confess with thy mouth, the Lord Jesus, thou shalt be saved. See, we've complicated this process so much to the point and we should ask who then can be saved but Jesus said this with man it is impossible but with God all things are possible he'll save you can Jesus save me he'll save you let's all stand all around the building brother Ron you got a song let's stand we're going to sing this song I want the church right now it's very important it's a very sensitive time very very sensitive time before you sing brother Ron it's a very 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 serious time there's some that's going to answer today and maybe for the last time what shall I do then with Jesus which is called Christ it's very important church that we pray So, where you're at, please bow your head. Every head out, every head bowed, and every eye closed. Sinner, I wouldn't leave this place lost. I had a sister come up to me this morning and said, Brother Jay, I was saved on that third go around of that invitation. The Lord encouraged me this morning. Listen, we may sing one verse and go home. We may sing two verses and go home. We may sing three and go home. We may not make it out of this service before the Lord Jesus Christ returns to this earth. I pray for we get out of this service that he comes back and gets his bride. But if that's the case, you better have this question answered. What shall I do then with Jesus? Which is called Christ, believe on him today. With every head and bowed and every eye closed, no one looking around. I want you to pray, church, for the lost. If you'll come, I'll pray with you. And we'll look at the Lord for a little bit and see about this question. Go ahead, Brother Rome. Come on now. I Sing another verse, brother Ron. Sing it out, church. Sing it out. Just as I am. wants to die and after this the judgment